Hey everybody, it's Wendy. A little bit different introduction to this episode of um, the HR Social Hour for SHRM 19. Had some technical difficulties as I was chatting with Karen Graves and so decided that this was going to be a little bit easier. So hopefully I am correct. I was so excited to get a chance to talk with Karen um, prior to her sessions and prior to the conference, and I hope that you really enjoy this conversation. We talk a lot about um, recruitment and uh, reward and recognition, which are her specialties, and uh, get to learn a little bit more about her. Uh, she is a senior HR expert. She is the manage, managing director of Choice HR Limited. She has successfully created and deployed job enrichment and development programs geared toward enhancing the talent pool of not only company assets, but also the youth of Trinidad and Tobago. She has continued her family's tradition of wealth creation by successful creating, successfully creating and executing her unique business seminar, Innovation is Serious Business. She is so committed to the HR capacity development that she founded the H2H Leadership Forum in 2017 to nurture leadership talent and advocate for diversity awareness as a champion of women's and management's rights in Trinidad and Tobago. She is also a senior lecturer at one of the premier educational institutions in Trinidad and facilitates master's students in reading for the HRM and employee relations modules of the Inborough Business Schools program. She is the EBS virtual tutor for the global online revision course and she attained her postgraduate certificate in higher education with the University of Greenwich in 2016. She has two sessions at uh, SHRM. Well, hopefully two. She wasn't aware of one. <laughs> You'll hear about that in our conversation. Um, but she will definitely be um, giving a session on employee engagement. And I think you're going to find her session very engaging. Um, it is Monday the 24th from 4.15 to 5.15 p.m. So don't go out to those to, uh, the parties too early on Monday. You're going to want to definitely hit her session on that. And she might also be on the SMART stage. Um, it is listed in the program, so hopefully they will get that set up. But she's supposed to be at the SMART stage on Tuesday the 25th um, at 11.50. And also uh, she will be signing her book following her Monday session. Um, she'll be there for about 30 minutes. So uh, I am really hoping that immediately following that we can do a little bit of Facebook Live with her, uh, get a chance to uh, chat a little bit more and meet her in person. Karen was a great conversation. I really enjoyed uh, chatting with her regardless of some of the uh, technical difficulties. Um, and I think that had to do with the time zone and some of the internet connection. Uh, you're going to hear a little bit of that in some places where I had some issues with editing, but it's still worthwhile. Um, it's still a great conversation. Uh, so I hope you enjoy it, uh, listen to it, and be sure to connect with Karen and her um, uh, and her company and uh, check out her uh, offerings at SHRM19. All right, enjoy the show. Karen, welcome to the show. So excited to have you here today. So tell me a little bit about um, how you got into HR and what led you to open your own consulting firm. Okay, great. Well, welcome everyone to this podcast. I am an author, I'm an entrepreneur, I am a philanthropist, I am an educator, 
and I am a creative spirit. And um, back in 1990, all of my studies prepared me to be an accountant. Would you believe it? And accountant because we had a mini-mart, which was a farm <laughs> business, that saw my father bringing us over from London, England, to come and run the family business here in Trinidad and Tobago as my grandparents were retiring. And so I was always fascinated with that customer service experience. And so I said, okay, let me manage the coins. And so I wanted to be an accountant. Long story short, as we say in the Caribbean, I got a job <laughs> in the telecommunications uh, company in, in Trinidad and Tobago. And uh, the opening was for a clerical officer in HR. And I said, okay, great, I'm going to do that. And Wendy, from there, I moved from the clerical officer position, which was entry level, all the way to the senior managerial level, managing a team of 22 professionals and having responsibility for the human resource management systems in the company. Manning levels, we were at 2,700 at our highest while I was there. And that's my love for people, my outgoing personality, my um, care for the humane experience led me to love and live HR in everything that I do. So that's a little bit about who I am and why I'm an HR practitioner. So you were talking about how you got into human resources. And um, so tell me a little bit about how, what led you to open up your own firm. Oh, great. Uh, so I've always been a leader, talkative and uh, creative and inquisitive. And uh, from a child, I always engage in, okay, what next? Why do we do this? And so on. Now, always had a care for um, human <laughs> and people management. And so when I started working in HR in my um, former corporate experience, I gravitated towards things like reward and recognition, um, performance management, recruitment and selection. And I was always concerned with best practices. So as we got into the mechanics of working in a huge corporate organization, wanting to do purposeful HR became more and more important to me as I grew closer and closer to the top leadership positions. Uh, my mobility allowed me to um, have a great amount of autonomy. And as that started to um, become more fluid over time, I said to myself, you know, I want to run my own, lead my own HR organization. The company at that time, five years ago, gave a separation package, which was quite really, um, it was lucrative. And I said, you know what? Only for okay. I can take this safety net, step out as I've always wanted to, and manage my own HR organization where I can dictate and maybe not use dictate, that sounds so authoritative. Um, I can manage and rule out and execute <laughs> the way that I see fit, where the profit motive is not the most important deliverable. Awesome. I like that. I like how you, um, you talked about wanting to do purposeful HR. I think that's so key, especially today. 
to get beyond the, you know, the, the check the box and the compliance and being more purposeful in what we do. I love that word. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. So Karen, you will be talking about employee engagement and, uh, you know, it is kind of the uh, HR buzz phrase lately. (laughs) So, you know, we all know um, how engagement improves productivity. We've seen the reports. What are we still getting wrong about um, engagement and how, what are some of the things that you're going to share Um, not to give away your whole presentation, but what are a few things that you're going to share to help us be better at employee engagement? Okay, great. Beautiful question, Wendy. And, um, uh, oh, I can't wait to see you in person. I'm going to bring a nice gift for you. So I hope that we, we definitely hook up, as we say in the Caribbean, which means we meet and greet and make that hands-on contact. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. What are we still getting wrong and why it's important? Well, when I did my first degree, I focused on business management. So operational effectiveness and efficiency, absolutely critical. It's bottom line, bread and butter. But when I did my master's, um, an MSc in HRM, human resource management for those who are non-HR practitioners, my thesis was on the correlation between reward and recognition and uh, performance? Is there a positive correlation between the two? And the answer is yes. And first, let me say why it's important for us to care about employees and employee engagement. Forbes did some research and said it is between ranges from 450 to 550 billion with a B US dollars lost in the U.S. economy annually because of a lack of um, effective engagement. Now, whether you're a small business owner or you're in the C-suite in a massive corporation, that is a very alarming um, statistic that we have to be concerned with. So that's the why. And then the reasons why, and this is what I'm going to elaborate on in Las Vegas on the 24th of June from 4.15 to 5.15 p.m., room to be assigned, so stay tuned. Employee engagement is an economic issue. I just laid out the, the business case for that. It is a social issue and moral because people matter. We must not use people in our business to realize profits. We must partner with our employees to realize profits. It's a demographic issue. Why demographic? Sounds like an odd coupling. Well, important because the broad brush approach, which is one of the things that we get wrong with employee engagement, has been proven to be absolutely ineffective. You would have difficulty Saying to a millennial, let me give you a spa treatment as your big prize and honor for helping the company earn a million US dollars. A more traditional baby boomer type person might relish the opportunity, particularly if you couple it with their significant other. The millennial might be more interested in getting some kind of um, device, you know, Technology is what drives them. 
they might be more interested in signing on for a purposeful volunteerism project like building build exercise with habitat for humanity for example and can it be political maybe we'll explore that in in las vegas so the case therefore one of the things that we keep getting wrong you cannot or um you should not be using a broad brush approach to engagement is engagement absolutely critical yes it is and we know that it's economic it's social and it is a moral issue for your organization to realize its profits that's awesome and i think you're right on you know we need to know what our employees want and need and tailor some of that to them it's much more meaningful when i know that you know me <laughs> Yes. And that you are rewarding me in the way that I like. So, so Karen, you are doing both a mega session and a smart stage session. Um, have you done both types of um, session or speaking opportunities? And do you have a preference and why? Um, so unless they've changed the engagement for me, I'm actually carded so far that I know of, the communications have been around a mega session for one hour. Um, so if the smart session is on, great. Um, and I can, I, I'm flexible. I enjoy <laughs> engaging um, with people all the time because I like, to, I like to share my brand of infectious people, hands-on, roll your sleep your sleeve up, connectivity in HR. Here's why. When people know how much you care about them, then they become vested in what is important to you. Now, as HR practitioners, yes, we get into a bit of conditioning, but when you answer the, you tune into the frequency of what's in it for me, that's when the employee says, hey, I get this out of it, and this is important to me. I feel valued. And then I can say, okay, I'm going to dial into that radio station as well, and I'm going to support Karen with her initiatives, or I'll support Wendy with her initiatives. Because you then give them the opportunity to do what they do best. So for me, either stage is going to be phenomenal, um, based on the communications, the mega stage, the one-hour engagement, um, is what we've been communicating about. So let me answer to that question. Now, the reason why that mega session is going to be a joy to engage, it's because we have an hour. So we get the opportunity to do some of the theoretical pieces, um, you know, supported with fact and data. And then we get the opportunity to play Wendy. We get the mm -hmm. opportunity to play. We get the opportunity to connect. We get the opportunity to dance. We get the opportunity to engage in some practical exercises. And we get the opportunity to win a few prizes. Awesome. That always gets people in the door. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, this opportunity for me... Yeah. Um, I have been an international speaker um, way back since 2010. My first international engagement was actually in Kenya at the Commonwealth 
telecommunications organization conference. Yes, I presented on, on reward and recognition. Um, so, of course, there's a common theme here, right? You know that I'm passionate about it. Um, and I've presented in, uh, on various platforms. Yes. Um, some as short as 20 minutes and some as long as three-day engagements. So um, I, I adapt to what's required given the time assigned. That's wonderful. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to the mega session. I've got that on my calendar. So there was a smart stage on the website. So that's, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens when we get to Vegas. What happens in Vegas happens in Vegas, right? <laughs> exactly. And, and this is one time we're not going to um, adhere to the maximum if it stays in Vegas. No, I want people because that's one of the things that I, I think I'm excited at Shum, um, giving me this opportunity. I'm so thankful and grateful and humbled by um, getting this platform. I am going to share some practical tips and suggestions that you can apply immediately to um, your organization and your team. And, you know, we, we must recognize that we can only be successful um, with our team, engaged, participatory involvement, and having that emotional intelligence to be vulnerable, allow them to have autonomy, delegate authority, and so on. All of that allows for that experience that ultimately translates into profit. And now let me say this. It's not a hop and a skip from treating your employees well straight to profitability. No. You must allow this engaged employee to engage your customers. Happy employees equal happy customers. Happy customers ultimately translates into healthy bottom lines. So that's another tip that I'm going to um, emphasize and ask people to digest. You know, lots of times we get the happy customers, you know, is equivalent to some level of profitability. But when you look for that exponential engagement and growth, that's when there is a true process from your employees to your customers and then to the black in your accounting um, sheets. Love it. Love it. Well, Karen, um, it is now time for the favorite part, everyone's favorite part of our regular podcast, which is called the half hour question connection. And I have uh, changed it up a little bit for our uh, special Vegas edition um, for the um, speakers that I'm talking to um, just to kind of give it a little bit uh, extra here. Yeah. So what conference event other than your session, of course, are you looking forward to most? Do you know, Wendy, I have been so engaged here, just launched my very first book, that I have not yet gone into the, the, the offerings to make selections. So um, I know that there is a pre-conference um, session I'm interested in attending one of those. Um, I definitely want to go to a session um, on recruitment and selection and talent management. 
because my company, Choice HR Limited, um, we facilitate recruitment and selections through a third party here in Trinidad and Tobago. So, um, you know, I want to make sure that I'm maintaining, keeping in step with the best in practice. So I have a little homework to do. The book launch was last Sunday. So you know how we multitask and prioritize. <laughs> um, so I said, this week, I want to finish off my um, refinement oh, yes. presentation and send it off to um, my folks um, in Shroom. That's Vincent and Michelle, who have been my support um, virtually across the seas here. So, um, and of course, there's Lionel Richie at the end. So, you know, um, I have to settle down and, and plan out the schedule for <laughs> days that I'm going to be there. And then, of course, so I forgot to mention, um, I'll be doing a 30-minute book signing after my presentation at the Shum Bookstore. Uh, what are you reading right now? Oh, right now I am reading Becoming by Michelle Obama. Oh, that's such a good book. Ah, <laughs> uh, you've read it. I did, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very moving book. Karen, what's the best movie you've seen in the last year? Best movie I've seen in the last year. Black Panther. Was that the same? <gasps> yes, it was. That was last that was about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Excellent movie. <laughs> oh, I can tell we're gonna get along when we meet in person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, who are you listening to right now? Either music, podcast? Right now, I am listening to um, Lisa Nichols and Susie Carter. So, of course, Lisa Nichols and Susie Carter, both of them are the CEOs um, of uh, Motivating the Masses. Um, and I am uh, rolling out a few programs on personal development. I'm coaching with them. So um, I've been listening to them quite a lot and Les Brown. Well, the whole range. Um, Tony Robbins. Um, I've also been listening to John Maxwell just yesterday. Uh, he's advertising a new program, Leadership. So I was listening to some of the information around that. Um, and finally, Karen, if you were not in human resources, what do you think you'd be doing professionally? Educator. So I am uh, I'm a part-time educator. I facilitate the master's yep. courses in, for the um, Edinburgh Business School of Scotland. Um, they have an approved partner here in Trinidad and Tobago. I've been with them for 11 years. And I facilitate the courses in human resource management and employee relations. Oh, awesome. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Um, well, Karen, those are all of the questions that I have for you. I so appreciate you taking some time to, to chat with me um, today. Uh, this is your opportunity to let our listeners know how they can get in touch with you um, before or after the conference. Um, and I will definitely put in my show notes where you will be during the conference so we can, they can get to your session. Oh, fantastic. So before I give the folks the information to contact me, Wendy, you know, I did not, I don't know if I missed it. You are also an HR practitioner, is it? Tell me what you do besides doing fantastic podcasts. Yes, I am. Sure. So I, besides the podcast, my, my day job, I am actually um, a talent acquisition 
um, advisor for a healthcare organization in um, the Midwest, in um, South North Dakota, Minnesota. We are uh, 50,000 employees strong, uh, one of the larger um, healthcare systems in the United States. And uh, we actually have long-term care facilities across the United States. So uh, we have a pretty big footprint and uh, very proud to be a part of uh, this caring organization. Oh, fabulous. Oh, definitely. I am going to um, uh, engage and find out some of your best practices. Um, I'm going to send you an email to ask about something in particular that I'm <laughs> right now. Um, some work for a home. Oh, sure. Caring for um, abused women and their children. So I'm definitely going to engage you privately on that. Yes. Congrats on the wonderful work you do. <laughs> As a talent manager, Wendy, um, you have a very engaging and daring voice. Thank um, you. So I look forward to meeting you in person. So to give the folks information on, on how you can... Oh, thank you. Yes, very excited. Very excited. <laughs> Certainly. Um, so yes, so my contact information, my, my business is name. It's Choice HR Limited. And we provide progressive HR solutions for small and medium businesses. We're about people management, where people are educated, trained, rewarded towards empowerment and realizing their best potential, their fullest potential. You can reach me at, on Facebook rather, at Choice HR Limited. You can also reach me on LinkedIn at LinkedIn backslash Karen Graves. And my name is quite unique <laughs> spelling. So Karen is C as in cat, A as in ant, R as in run, O as in orange, N as in net. And the Graves would be G as in giant, R as in red, E as an elephant, A as an ant, V as in van, E as an egg, and S as in sun. So those are the platforms that you can reach me readily. Uh, my telephone contact is 1-868-682-2766. So I'll say that again. 1-868-682-2766. Thank you so much there, Wendy. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. And um, we will put, I will put all of that in our show notes uh, so that people can um, have instant access to you uh, through those notes. And uh, everyone, you know where to find me. Best way is on Twitter. I am Wendell93. Um, you can also find the HR Social Hour on Facebook and Twitter, and we are happy to engage uh, both places there. And uh, you know what, Karen, we might have to do a little Facebook Live from Vegas. When oh, we, yes. I think that would be a lot of fun. I look forward to that, Wendy. Yes, so we will definitely plan that. Thank you, um, Karen, for spending some time with me this morning and uh, for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Twitter chat or Half Hour Podcast. Mm -hmm. This is Wendy, and uh, we'll see you all in Vegas. <laughs>